Uh, anyway, we're back. Soul of Jarrett podcast, Dakota Mays in the flesh. Once again, Good happy to, to here, have man. you back on. Yes. We're under the sun now this time. Yeah, dude, this is such a vibe. We're in my backyard. Uh, Dakota's staying the night for a couple nights. We're going to just uh, create a bunch of content. We're going to do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday was full of everything. What a vibe. Yeah. We Walk them through just a little bit. Like, let's, <laughs> like man. yesterday. This was dude, Jared, drove two hours to pick me up. God bless his soul. <laughs> and then we uh, we had such a good talk on our way here. Once yeah. we got here, just everybody meeting up. We literally did some wrestling, some jujitsu in the grass. We did yeah. some breath work, some Wim Hof. We did cold plunging, getting grounded literally all day. Didn't have my shoes on all day, <laughs> even though they're cut up. Had a nice fire going. Yeah. Like, literally every sense of grounding, we did. Yeah. Tons of coconut water. I ate heart for the first time. Boom. <laughs> I ate raw heart for the first time. What an epic day it was. <laughs> you know what's funny is that we, oh, man. you know, we had probably, how many people do we have over here? Maybe like 15, 16 people or something. Yeah. Every, everybody got put on yeah. to the organs and to the meat. So, basically what I did was, like, put this thing on Instagram. Because this is, this is my life. This yeah. is my daily life. Like, I would, I cook. I come outside, I sit in the sun, I ground, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like a vibe. And I'm like, I just want to bring people into this. Yeah. I really didn't do anything different, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just had a bunch more people, um, did some fucking micro doses, quote unquote, fucking went on a trip, dipped into my personal stash. Yeah, emptied, we did that too. I emptied my personal stash. I like, <laughs> I had a bunch of Trent's honey. I was like, okay, I'm going to let everybody eat up Trent's honey. Like, I just bought this in Michigan. Like, I'm, I'm keeping this. And here I am. <laughs> here you go, everyone. It's gone. Like, my honey and my maple syrup is gone. But it was well worth it. He was walking around, like, gooing it on everyone's plate. Yeah, dude. Every, so everybody's like, like the gold. <laughs> oh, man. I, dude, so luckily, I, I was on a wave. I was in another realm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you guys know. I can attest to that. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, I mean, or else I would have been out here getting content. I would have made yeah. sure we were on that. But I got a bunch of DMs this morning from people that were there sending me videos. Like, there's so much good content. Perfect. Um, so, so we'll be able to put together a little video. Everybody will be able to get to see. But that'll be B-roll for this co- podcast right here. Yeah, exactly. They, I want them to see us wrestling. Yeah, we got yeah. some of that recorded, right? Yeah, we yep. did a little bit. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Carson, behind the camera. Perfect. Check what? Check the red, the record button. Yeah, yeah. how are we sounding? Make sure it's recording. You're saying. Yeah. Oh, watch your mic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're good. We are good. Mother Earth's on our side today. Yeah, it, I feel blessed. Yeah. I feel like everything's working out good. I'm not kidding, Jared. Like, I genuinely, I told you this earlier and yesterday, like, it's so weird how similar me and you live our life. Mm. And, like, you're still putting me onto a lot more game here. Mm. He's get, This man's getting me off of peanut butter, off of bread, off of seeds and nuts. Vital. Like, no, you, you things that I thought were like superfoods before, and like you know, a good part of my diet, you know, I'm eating clean still. But like, other than those few things right there, we eat the same. Yeah. Other than the organs and stuff like that, another thing you're putting me onto. Right. But uh, I just want to say I really appreciate how you live authentically and how you said you had all these people over here. Half of them you met for the first time. Yeah. Everyone, all of those 15 people I met for the first time yesterday. Right. So it's really great. Uh, you did not change a thing about your day to day. It's like what you just said. You just brought, you know, you brought out your personal stashes. <laughs> I did. Just, you just brought more of yourself to everyone showing. It, you didn't change up anything. Like, right. it's just very raw and authentic, and yep. you can tell. Like, yeah. I just want to say I appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate yeah. you being here, man. Yeah. You put me onto a lot of games as well. You're an amazing <laughs> friend to have. Um, yeah, we get all sappy, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. Um, yeah, you On a deep level. Like, yeah, I really, straight like, up. All your meals yesterday, like, just, like, that's a perfect cookout to me. Like, you know what I mean? You don't go to many cookouts, and 
you know, most of the time people are just getting fucked up and drinking. Yeah. I mean, that's the main. Eating hot dogs. Yeah, that's the top tier of their, like, cookout experience. It's like, that was not our experience yesterday. We were doing everything, like. <laughs> Man, we did breath work before. Our pregame, our pregame was breath work and cold plunge. <laughs> yeah. Literally. And then. I mean, we uh, smoked some joints, but, like. Smoked some joints, ate like, some edibles. Yeah. We were doing things for our body and stuff like that. And that's how we were, like. That's how we were uh, bonding. Right. You know, other people's bonding is just, like, getting fucked up and having, like, you know, kind of surface level. Sometimes you can obviously get deep in conversations right. when you're drunk still. But it's normally disingenuine. For yeah. A lot of, yeah. Yeah, you feel the difference. We connected. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody came and connected yesterday, and, like, that's what I really wanted to do was I wanted to throw a quote-unquote party, but, like, my style. Yeah. Because, like, because here's the thing. Like, I went, down, I went down to Austin and stayed for a week with Justin Lovato. Who he's like 38. He's a b- huge inspiration to me. He's like my uncle. Yeah. Super cool guy. And he he has it going on. You know what I mean? He parties the same way. You know, it's the same exact thing. And I was so inspired by that because like obviously this is a whole different. We're in Sandusky, Ohio. We're not yeah. in Austin. Yeah. It's a whole different vibe around here. But I was like, I know there's enough people in this state. A lot of people came from hours away. I was like, no, I know, I know there's not a lot around here, but I know that if I put something on Instagram, if I hold the space, people will show up and we'll, we'll, we'll cold plunge together. We'll eat good food. You know, we'll, we'll connect. And that's it. And it happened. I'm so happy with how it turned out, man. It was a great time. That's so smooth. You're a great host, by the way. Dude, you know, what's funny. Like I, like we mentioned, I was literally in another realm. (laughs) So like I was, there was a time where I'm like inside looking in the mirror, like, I the worst person of all time. I like went down a whole trip. I mean, I'm talking, I was like tripping. And uh, I mean, I went down this whole journey and then Mackenzie's hugging me. She's like, everybody's having the best time. Yes. And she's like, she's like, you're amazing. I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> like I was like, thank you. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, is, is this cool? Is, is everybody enjoying themselves? But very cool. Yeah. If, I, you, if you use the word cool. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very rad man whatever you want to say it was a uh, it was just a uh, like i said it, you could tell it's authentic and you eat like the same meal as me bro like yeah. you know muscle meats with the eggs with your avo you pour some honey and syrup on it i use i put meats. seeds on it but like yeah. not anymore oh dude you <laughs> replace those seeds with heart and you're set i'm, yeah, get, I'm sending exactly. dakota home with a heart a whole he heart. literally is yeah <laughs> a whole ass heart yeah a 10 pound <laughs> heart oh gosh He's gonna be gone. This he's month. gonna be another. You guys keep wa- keep make sure you keep up the tabs on him. He's gonna transform. Yeah. You're gonna transform, bro. Now when people ask me for my diet, I add and yeah, and I also eat heart. Yeah, <laughs> yep. so casual. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, wait, heart? Sometimes we're all yeah. Dude, I'm, I was sad. I didn't have any kidney for you guys to try. Oh, I'm a big kidney eater. Also, we did heart and liver. We did right. heart and liver. Yeah, and raw milk. Yeah, that's yeah. So we get the raw milk too. Thank you for putting me on. That's my second cup of milk in six years. That's incredible. Yeah, and then this morning with my coffee had some milk in it. It was tasted great. How'd it feel? Oh, it felt great. Um, It's just like obviously I, you know, went down and taste a little bit because I'm used to the artificial sugary, you know, silk soy shit that I drink in my morning coffee every morning, which I'm getting rid of asap. Yeah, like asap. That one belongs in the trash. Trash. That's the one you don't even have to finish. I won't even finish. I'm not even kidding. I think you got me sold on that, bro. Uh, I'm no longer a soy boy. (laughs) I'm trying to get soy out of my life. Dude, I love that term, soy boy. (laughs) I love that term. I used to own it at one point in my life. It's so funny. Are you, dude? That's so (laughs) funny. It's so funny how we go through these evolutions and 
and people want to bring up your past. A lot of people try to like put you in a box, like, but you said, yeah. you said soy, he's yeah. good. And it's like, well, dude, I came to my fucking senses. You know, <laughs> yeah. people say, people all, you know, I've had a lot of people come at me, but they're, you're just ditching the Dr. Sebi diet. And I'm like, I was deteriorating. Yeah. Yes, I ditched the Dr. Sebi diet. I'm 20, I was 23, you know yeah. what I mean? Just turned 24. But I was like, I'm 23. You want me to fucking erode the rest of my life because I'm clinging to some ideology? Just so no things. Yeah, we're always evolving. It's like, like, like I'd never see myself eating organs. Yeah. <laughs> so this weekend, now I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sold on it. I'm going to have this in my diet. Every, every dinner is going to have like two or three ounces of heart. Yep. Yeah. My aunt said to me the other day, she's like, you would have never ate this stuff when you were a kid. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to stay a kid forever. <laughs> We've evolved. I'm a fucking man now. <laughs> there you go, man. man. I'm telling you, listen, wow. the whole, the, one of the big, like, re- obviously, community is super important. Community is something that we've lost, I think, um, in our modern world. You know, our sense of community is going to the bar, you know, like you said. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, having conversations you don't even remember. So to bring people together and have, like, the community was super important for me. But also just to put people on to the food. Because, yeah. like, literally what we ate yesterday is the same thing I eat every day. It was the same exact thing. I just bought more of it. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody – and I was shocked, bro – everybody enjoyed it these people that came over that have never eaten anything like they were like maple's fucking syrup on beef with no bun everybody was put onto that i'm like man i've been good everybody ate that's a hack it is a hack yeah everybody ate it everybody ate organs so it was beautiful man you know the way i looked at this day i was like man i don't know how many people are going to show up but if these people eat a meal or get in an ice bath, or meet one of their soul brothers or sisters here, and that inspires them and changes the course of their life, it was a job well done. And based on my interactions yesterday, I think people left inspired in some sort of way. Uh, That's all I wanted to do. I was getting bombarded with, in a good way, I was getting bombarded with content creation questions. Well, (laughs) I love it. That's your life. Yeah, oh yeah, it's my life, but it shows that they're interested, they're at a point in their businesses, like everyone is their own thing, you know. Most, mostly everyone I talked to yesterday, they had business of yeah. their own, and they're trying to blow up still. Like, it's just like genuine questions. People are on the same mat, uh, you know, path. Yeah. I was like, this is uh, this is awesome because usually I'll talk about this shit around people. Like, I don't really talk about it to people, right. but th- usually people just ask me questions about it. Once I explain, they're like, oh yeah, I really don't understand, so I don't give a fuck. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. but these people, they're asking questions from a stance of like, I need to figure this out, dude. Yeah. You've obviously figured it out. Right. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> so they're very amazing? genuine and they're very like waiting for the answer. So. It was just like so many good talks happened last night. Yeah. So you definitely brought that together. Yeah. You know, I now that's a funny point you mentioned. I think everybody that was here was an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Literally. Like everybody here like has a business. We had two guys uh, just started a ski business. Yeah, the jet what? ski business. Uh, Trent, he's got his honey, beak, his honey and yeah. his mushroom honey and. I, he, did you have one of the honey sticks? Yeah. Oh he showed up with the honey sticks. Oh, I'm buying a couple things from him ASAP. As soon as I get home, I'm yeah. ordering. Yeah. Yeah, definitely <laughs> worth it. The chaga is my favorite. Gotcha. Chaga. Shout out Tees Bees Honey. Carson, if we remember, let's get let's link that in the bio on this. Tees Bees Honey. Tease bees my honey. friend Trent, he's a tremendous beekeeper, tremendous human being, and uh, he's doing something pretty revolutionary. You know, mixing medicinal mushrooms with honey. You don't see that in Whole Foods. I like that. You no, know, I was telling him, I was like, man, this could be in Whole Foods. Like this, and the packaging's beautiful. Oh yeah, I don't know if you saw the jars and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Man, it's beautiful. I'm like, man, this is this is some dope shit. He's got my business. Yeah. I promise you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the man. But yeah, just a, du- a bunch of dope people, man. I'm. It's just so cool how it worked out. 
I'm happy you came up. Yeah. Uh, Dakota messaged me. He's like, man, I'm not going to be able to make it. My car took a shit on me. Dude, yeah. It until Tuesday. <laughs> I was like, I'll come get you, dude. I am so thankful for that. Goddamn. <laughs> and then and then Carson behind the camera here. Carson fucking, you guys know Carson if you watch the pod. Carson fucking rode in on the van. The van barely made it. <laughs> That's the story. We're going to get Carson on the pod, and we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the van made it. Um, and you're heading out to Mexico really soon, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I got a Columbia trip. Oh, Columbia in five, first. In five days I leave, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got Columbia for 10 days, and then after that, we're going to, a, I forget, Bogota, Cartagena, and then Medellin, um, all three of those cities. So many flights. Like, we're actually doing too many flights within, but it's whatever. I want to explore different cities. Right. Um, but, yeah, 10 days scattered throughout all three of those places, and then I'm going to L.A. to visit my buddy um, for, like, uh, five days or so. Nice. I'm going to get some content from my upcoming retreats, intimacy retreats. Yep. So meeting up with my girl Janelle, um, can't wait for that. So yeah, just two weeks of travel ahead of me. And then after that, I am taking a break from travel because I don't like what flights do to my body in the first place. Same. Yeah. So then I'm gonna take a break until I leave for uh, Sayulita in October. That's when I, I keep move saying there. I'm gonna take a break, but it's hard. We're I we're know. we're gonna go to Austin next month, but we're gonna drive. Okay. So drive. Yeah, that'd wow. be fun. Twenty hours. Damn. Bro, we've driven across the country and back, so. And we door dashed for years. Yeah. Being in the yeah. car is like, I'm at one with the vehicle. That's it's like okay. coming coming two hours to pick you up. I was like. Yeah. That makes sense. Nothing. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't have that lifestyle or that, that background. Right. I just hate being in cars. Yeah. Claustrophobic a little bit. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. Yeah. But flying the high altitude and stuff <sighs> like that. Um, and then being in airports. Yeah. It just does stuff to my uh, nervous system. Like usually when I land in different countries, mm. um, it just. It's so funny down. you say that because every time we go somewhere, we go to like the most beautiful place, and I'm like miserable for a couple days. Yeah, I guarantee. And I'm telling, and I'm t- and I'm and I'm telling Mackenzie, oh, I hate this place. I want to leave. Yeah. You know, and then and then and then and then it comes time to leave, and I'm like, no. yeah. <laughs> you know, because I fall in love with it. Then like I'm just my body goes through like this, yeah, acclimation, yeah, process. Totally. Dude, that's that's super uh, exciting. No, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's a very weird feeling. I don't know if you've ever felt it, but I'll like land. It only happens like eighty percent, not all the time, but most of the time. I'll land somewhere new, and it'll be like uh, you're almost about to puke feeling, mm. but there's no puke about to happen. Yeah, like, I've been in an airport trying to make myself puke, whatever. In those times, like where I really felt it, there's no puke. Right. My body doesn't want to puke. Right. But it's just that like state of like nausea, like almost puke. I'm like, what is this? And then I just gotta breathe through it. It takes like three to four hours every time, like. Yeah. yeah, if you travel with me, you can tell. Like, I'm just like quiet for those first few hours, but mm-hmm. then I'm on the go. Do you have trouble pooping <laughs> no. when you're traveling? No. Interesting. No, it's Interesting. literally just like an almost puke feeling. Me and Mackenzie have a problem where we like can't poop. Like, we feel like we have to poop, but nothing will come out. Gotcha. Like, so just digestion's just other end. Yeah, yeah. I've never been a puker, but I've been a big pooper my through uh, historically. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, dude, something, something I think we should touch on. Yeah, let's touch on it. You and I have been doing some collaborator posts. Yeah. And we had one go off about <laughs> yeah. you talking about your first time eating meat. Yeah. And how the, the positive energy you felt when you reintroduced meat. Yeah. And a lot of triggered vegan yogis. Uh, I mean, dude, that was the mo- you said that was the most hate you've ever received. That online. was by far. I had like 400 and something comments. Yeah. Uh, like five, maybe, I don't know. Uh, most of them were negative. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just, uh. That's by far the most hate I've ever received on a piece of content. Yeah, you're right. Um, but it's funny. We were talking about this yesterday. 
it was like most of the time, if I'm ever going to comment on someone's post that I just 100% disagree with what they said, and I feel like you know they're a friend or whatever, like I ne- I never just hate comment. I'm not. Right. I don't have time to do that. Exactly. First of all. But if it's someone I know, it's like maybe even you. If you say something I disagree with, I might comment something. You know, not attacking, but like you know, questioning, questioning your argument, questioning right. the argument itself, yeah. not Jarrett right. himself. So what most of these comments were, I just went through them and relooked. I'm like. Most of them, that, that's why it got to me. I put on my story today, like, man, I don't know how you do this. Like, content creators who are creating polarizing content all the time, mm-hmm. getting, like, hate, oh. whiplash, you know, negative feedback, whatever it is. I'm just, like, mad respect to you because when I got on those comments and I looked at them, it was, Dakota, I can't believe you did this. You ate meat. You as a person, I can't believe you did that. Like, I thought you were morally blah, blah, blah. Like, they were attacking me as a person right. and went to me, like, they just attacked everything about my soul, pretty much, not my argument. Right. Not like, hey, some of them obviously did. Like, hey, I think meat is bad, whatever. They can have their, you know, their opinion, their their argument. It's, it's okay if they're attacking my argument. Mm. Even if they're attacking my argument in a hateful way. That's just their hateful energy. It's, that's all them. But they were attacking me. Yep. And that's what got to me. So big learning lesson that day. A lot of reflection went on it. And uh, I just came back to my senses of like, yeah, they're they're letting that argument spill into other realms of life to where their judgment's being blinded by just one argument. Like, they might agree with everything Dakota says 99%, but this 1% makes you judge Dakota's character now? Like, what? Like, what? That's super fascinating. Yeah, and I'm coming as a vegan for five years. I was vegan for five years, obviously, to where I had a lot of empathy for those people, and I I just don't ever remember myself ever attacking someone. It was their argument. Like, say if they're a meat eater, you know, talking about killing an animal or something like that or whatever— I'd be like, oh, like, what about the animal's feelings? Like, it was the argument, whatever, you know. I was right. I was in my vegan stage, and I did all that. But I don't ever remember attacking somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So That's such a big distinction. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. It's like if you're – we don't agree with everything our mom and dad say, or, right. or grandma or sister or even daughter, whatever it is, your siblings, do you – do you, like, do you hate him as a person now? It's like, no. You're like, oh, yeah, that's, that's my sister Sally. She, we disagree on a lot of shit, but I love her to death. Right. But, like, you know, here, they don't know me, like, personally, I guess, to right. where I say one thing that just goes against their philosophy of life, and then my whole judgment as a character unfollowed. Like, I can't believe I, I became this account for yoga tests, blah, blah, blah. And it, yeah. So. You don't want those people following you anyway. No, you're right. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. You're right. The way I look at it is I, I say – when I really think about my motives for, like, posting on social media, I look at it like I'm assembling my tribe. Yeah, yeah. I'm assembling my tribe that we can then mobilize that tribe and we can make positive changes in the world, right? And so any, all the people unfollow – I lose followers every day, but I'm gaining more than I'm losing. So I don't right. care, you know. Even if I was l- – there's been times where I was losing way more than I was gaining, but I don't care. I'm going to speak my truth, and I'm going to weed out the pe- – and it's not that I hate them. There's nothing wrong with them, but they're not resonating with my vibration. They yeah. might have resonated with, like, one piece of content because yeah, yeah. they agreed with that idea. But me as a human, they're not riding with, Yeah, you know? if Like, so I'm, I'm going to speak my truth. And another thing is – I feel – you probably get this too. One, I know you do, way, probably way more than me. People want to put you in a box, all the time. And they want to say, this guy eats like this. He, he makes this kind of content. This is what he believes in. 
This is what he talks about. That's what most of those people got mad. Right. The ones that got really mad, they're like, oh, my God, I thought you were in this little box over here. Right. And now you're, you know, you don't subscribe to 100% of the yogic philosophy of, you know, <laughs> ahimsa, you know, non-harming other beings. And you, you're wanting to eat meat to where you're not a yogi anymore in my eyes. Like right. some of them were literally like, you're a fake yogi. I'm like, what is going on right now? Like that does not make it. <laughs> I was like, what is actually going on right? They put me in the smallest box of like what it means to them to be a yogi. Yeah. And as soon as I, you know, put a piece of content out there that stepped right outside of that box just a little bit, they just like, they melted. Mm-hmm. They just like attacked me as a person. And yeah. I'm just like, you're right. I, it took me a few days to really like grasp my, like grasp it. But now I, I don't give a damn right. if those people unfollow me. They're not my tribe. Exactly. If they, were to, if they were to truly hate on Dakota for Dakota having that one part of his life different than theirs, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hasta luego, lo siento. <laughs> <laughs> Again with the Spanish. <laughs> See you later. I'm sorry. <laughs> but seriously, like, you helped me out with that. Yeah. So. Well, well, awesome. Because, you know, a lot of my content is I don't, ha- I don't have like an – I'm not teaching anything. I'm just putting out shit that like grabs people's attention <laughs> and makes them want right. to say, "What the fuck is this idiot talking about?" <laughs> so, for me, you know, and so a lot of people. I mean, I've gotten messages about this, like people that have unfollowed. People are saying, "Man, I don't know what happened to you, but you really need to get back to your old ways." Because um, like a lot of my content, like even like a year ago, was more like spiritual concepts, like talking about Buddhism and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, which, but the thing is, is like. Pe- I guess the distinction I'm trying to make is, like, that was a part of my life, something I'm interested in, something that still lives within me today, but I don't want to sit around and study and talk about Buddhism all day. (laughs) You know? That's just not what I'm going to do, right? So it's not that I punted those philosophies and that I don't apply any of it to my life and that I don't care about it and then I've made this big 180 and now I'm just this meat-eating, unconscious idiot. No, man, I'm more conscious and aware than ever. And it is easy to sit around and meditate all day. It is easy to sit around and read all day. What's hard is being a human being, carving out a different lifestyle for your kids and for other people and for their kids and making a real change in society. That's what I'm more interested in. That's why I love people like Terrence McKenna that were more practical, focused on society. Because here's the thing, we took this body. We took this body. All these, pe- all these hyper-spiritual people, it's old news that you're a soul having the human experience. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You're a human right now. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? I resonate with that right now. Don't waste it. Yeah. Don't, I mean, this is like the biggest thing. You get lost in this floaty realm and you think you're all high and mighty because you're, you've realized, oh, I'm one with the universe. Dude, that, that's great. That's a great awareness to have. Yeah. But that's not going to serve you in pretty much any facet of your actual life. Yeah. You have to get grounded. People get, people get grounded confused with tapping in with their soul and like being and like and like that kind of thing it's totally different being grounded has everything to do with being in the body a lot of people the hyper spiritual community and i've been there that's why i can speak on it yeah a lot of people aren't living in their body they're living in other realms which it's great that you access those realms and you have that awareness but that's not (laughs) that's not what we came here to do yeah yeah 
And and I have mad respect for the yogis that did that and like paved these ways and like gave us reference points and and did devote their whole life. They punted their nutrition, their body, and they just went inward and and accessed these realms. But that's not what I feel called to do. And and just the energy of the world that we're in right now, I don't think that's what many people are here to do. I think right now is where we need to make real societal shifts, and that's hard. And it's easy to turn away from that. It's e- uh, so many people that are in like because the it's physical and tangible. Yes. Yeah. And I know I'm going on a rant here, You're but good. there's so many of us in the quote unquote spiritual community that are sitting around blaming the systems, blaming oh everybody's asleep, but I'm awake, dude. You're a f- that's a fucking losing mentality. That is an excuse making mentality. And I've lived in there. I lived there for years. And I can tell you from experience, you'll be a fucking loser if you sit around <laughs> and blame all the sheep and all the fucking, oh, the society. It's, it's, it's the system. Bro, fuck the system. Look at where I've carved out my own system right here. And I'm looking to bring this to the masses. I'm getting land in Hawaii. I'm letting people live there, raise their kids there. We can make real changes. But that takes yeah. work. Yeah. And like you said, like you said, a part of this game right now is making money yeah. and, and that kind of thing. And that's a super big topic I definitely want you to touch on is like finance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, think about in the, in the old world, fire was a necessity. Whether you liked fire, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, we have yeah, this yeah. emotional <laughs> attachment to it. It's like you might not like hunting and killing a deer, but you had to do it if yeah, you wanted yeah. to eat. You might not like rubbing sticks together for four hours to make a fire, but you're going to die if you don't. Yeah. You know? Facts. Touch on that a little bit, if, if you have anything to say about that. Uh, the money part? Or yeah, the money part, man. Man, it's funny you bring this up because I've had a lot of conversations with other yogis about this. Because mm. um, yoga instructors just don't make that much money at the end of the day. Like, unless you're crushing it, you're not making that much money. And a lot of them, once they get in that state of like, oh, man, I'm not going to make it much money. And if I were to make a lot of money, I had to do x y and z things or like you know multiply what i'm doing or they just have a you know bad mentality with it to where they just kind of like take the lazy route and they're like oh money's a money's a part of the system and they just try to lower their standards in every way possible to meet where they're making whatever you know what i mean and that comes with the the state of mind of just like i don't want to say lazy because these people aren't lazy but they're giving up in a way mm. to where they're just settling for less and i'm like yeah, your future daughter and son doesn't want you to do that. Right. I guarantee it. Because yeah. they want to have an, uh, an actual life to where, you know, just be, being able to do anything with your life. But anyways, they take these, like, uh, low-key vows of, like, uh, poverty. They're not, like, a, a hardcore, like, you know, vow into poverty. Like, you know, I mean. I'm it's more gonna, subconscious. It's more subconscious, and they're just giving into like, oh, man, like, I'm not going to try that hard. Or, like, I'm not going to try to figure it out. And then, and then they get into the, the lazy ways of thinking of, like, oh, that's just a toxic system that I don't want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're a part of it. Go have a heart attack. I said this on the last time, last podcast. If you have a heart attack, you gotta, you gotta get it fixed. You gotta go to the hospital. Or you're gonna die, right? Or a super hardcore stroke, whatever right, it is, right, whatever right. ailment. Or can snap your femur in half. Yeah, you got in a car accident. Whatever. We live on a money where our exchange of currency is dollars. It's yep. we, that's just our made up, you know, 3D thing. But right. like a lot of these people who take that lazy route, they're like, oh, that's a made up thing. So I don't have to be a part of it. Like, no, you live in a place where you are in it, yeah. <laughs> like, to where you have no choice. Quick to disclaimer, too, because I went on this rant, and it may have come from, like, a super, like, assholeish place. I was this guy. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. I was like, fuck money. Yeah, okay. It's evil. I was there. I've never been there. I was there. Okay. Um, yeah. I can tell you've never been there. You have, you have your head on really straight with finances. I've always been on it with money. And, and fucking junior high, dude, I was learning about money. I was watching YouTube videos, freshman year high school, like, finding all these people, like, I've always been a little entrepreneurial savviness, like mm-hmm. 
trying to learn money mm-hmm. from, the, from the get. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad in, like, freshman year of high school. I read, <laughs> wow. I read it, like, five times. And people are talking about that now in their, like, 20s. I'm like, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. But, like, money is where you start. Like, yeah. that, we are in a society where money is the thing. Yeah. Until we, you know, get off the money stand or whatever, we're, we're exchanging, like, there's a reason why we don't exchange golds and precious metals anymore because it's easier to me Venmo you, you know, ones and zeros over the internet. That's so and funny. You have money. It's numbers yeah. on a screen. That's all it is. Yeah, but back then you had back then would you been like, oh no, I don't, I don't like the the gold system. I don't want any gold. Like no, that's how you have to buy your food when you go. Like it's how you have to live. Right. So whatever our median of exchange is, you need it. So it's like I will argue with anyone to the day I die on this. And then just some yogis like take it into like a. I don't know if it's a spiritual ego place of like, oh, no, we're above money. It's 3D. Like, yeah, we're also like food is 3D, but you need food or you're going to die. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what are we doing? Well, that's that whole thing I was saying is that we come, we, we become disassociated with the body. And there's such a lack of respect yeah. for the body. Yeah. And that there's, there's hyper materialism. Yeah. And then there's hyper spiritualism. And both of those lead you off course. Facts, facts. You have to come in the middle. Yeah. And that's like kind of what I'm navigating through right now. And that's why a lot of people are like, see, they're like, what happened to the spiritual stuff? And it's like, man, I'm figuring out the bodily stuff. Yeah. Right now, yeah. you know, I, I'm, 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 I'm trying to get my, my nutrition right so I can function well in this life. Man, it's just so crazy. It's so crazy. There's so much information out there. There's so many spiritual TikTok videos of people saying nothing matters and all this stuff. It's like, man, you took this body, and yeah. unless you treat it like this life is real, because of course we're all in a play. Yeah, this is all a play. Our body's gonna return to the earth, and our soul's gonna go on. But we're here now. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to be physically crippled? Do you want to be physically ill? Do you want to be miserable and depressed in this body? I don't fucking think so. Yeah. I want to thrive. Yeah. And that's what I'm raising a, a torch for. Like we said earlier, man, I'm on one. Everybody, Everybody's watching like, who is this guy? Yeah. I'm fucking on one. <laughs> but, dude. It's all the heart. Man, it's all the heart I've been eating. <laughs> dude, I have no interest in trying to wake up the sheep or convince yeah. the sheep. And everybody used that shirt term, the sheep. But I have no interest in convincing somebody who isn't ready to be convinced. Yeah. All I'm doing is raising my torch for the fucking lions that are ready to, like, make some shit happen. Because sitting around, I mean, I'm just, I, I think there's a place That's for special. it. I'm so grateful for people like Ram Dass and all these people. But sitting around and meditating just isn't going to do it for us right now. If yeah. we want real change, because everybody's complaining about the system. Yeah. Fucking do something about it. Yeah. We can literally do something about it. Yeah. That's why I, my, my thing is decoding the matrix. That's what I'm trying to do is decode the matrix. And I'm figuring it out. And I'm, I want to bring people along in that journey. I have nothing to teach. You're hitting on a big point right now, bro. It's huge. Yeah, because most people that are listening to this right now, I guarantee you uh, don't know that we're in a recession right now. Mm. We're about to officially be in a recession because it takes like, what is it, like two quarters of the stock market to be negative for us to technically be in a recession. We're for sure in that right now, mm. like, and it's, uh, it's just starting. But right now, people that are in this talk that we're talking about, most of them talk about, you know, the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer and how fucked up it is and all this stuff, but they don't want to play the game. Right. So they're sitting, you know, Monopoly. You're playing Monopoly with your family. They're complaining about their, their family and friends going around the board buying up shit, you know what I mean, making them pay rent when they land on their spaces. But they'll be like, oh, I have to play this game, but I'm not going to buy anything. I, I'm not going to. 
what? Like what? You have to play. You're in a you're in a you're in a no <laughs> no, no argument. You're in this monopoly game called life that we're in. You know this physical. We have houses. It pretty much it is like monopoly. Yep. Um, but it's just the game of life. Um, and you don't want to play. Like yeah, of course the rich are going to get richer. So right now the reason why I bought up a recession, the recessions are when rich get richer. It it, it gets exponential. So right now, if you're in a recession, the rich have money, disposable money, to where they can buy up the things when it's cheap. The the poorer people are scared during recessions. They'll sell. They'll sell with emotion. They'll they'll sell at the bottom. Do the worst thing you can do financially instead of just get financially literate. You know, from the basics, rich dad, poor dad. If you haven't watched, if you haven't read that book out there right now, and you're listening to this, that is like the start. You should have that read three times just to understand what a liability is versus an asset, and what you should do moving forward. So it's like, it's so simple. But what I'm getting at is that these people complain about that, but they don't want to play and beat the game, mm-hmm. in the game that they have to play in. Does that make sense? Of course. So we're all playing in this game. So it's right. like. Yeah, if you're trying to change the system, I understand where they're coming from because some of the original yogis, they actually going into the forest and stuff in these caves and meditating was a sign of their, like, you know, disconnecting, like, you know, leaving the society that they didn't want to be a part of. Right. But guess what? You can't leave it unless you're really going to try to go into the jungle and be there by yourself the whole time, like, be 100% off grid, like, the whole time until you die. Or some monks, you know, they do the whole meditation until they die, like, you know, a month of like no eating, like they literally meditate until their death. Yeah. Into their death. Yep. It's it goes deep. It's admirable. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. But if we all did that, what the hell would happen? Right. The rich would just be richer and then exactly <laughs> taking over the people that didn't have enough uh, you know, discipline to do what you did, the most crazy routes of like, you know, meditation right. and decoding, like your own leaving the matrix in the best way possible. Right. But like the matrix is here. So yeah. like we gotta help change the matrix yep. for the people coming, you know, be, our kids, pretty pretty yep. much. Like, what are you doing for your kids? That'd be the best answer. Yeah. If, is you going and meditating in that cave going to help your future generations after you? God, I no. don't really think so in the physical realm. No. I think this is going to help you in your spiritual realm. You re- enter those realms. And, and, again, that's something we all should probably do in our life. You right. know, When I'm older, I'm going to be in the jungle one day. You know, I'm going to go without food for a week or two. Of course. I'm going to do all these deep meditations. These yes. Whether it's ayahuasca retreat. I'm going to do them all. Of the same. But you can't just give up on the physical realm because I think that's I think it's laziness. Yep. And I think it's oh, I'm losing. I'm we're in this monopoly game. Everyone's kicking my ass right now, so why even play? Yeah. I feel like that's the mentality a lot of people have when no, you got to play because it is a game that you know, money is just numbers. Yep. And we were talking about like a 2-hour conversation yesterday. Like it's it's not that hard to get rich in this world. Yeah. Like everything is going up in value, hardcore and time is on our side, especially if you're young, it's easy to get rich in this world. It's so easy. So, but people hearing me say that right now it would just be, I guarantee a lot of people, people are pissed <laughs> that I'm saying that right now. But it's easy. It's a number game. It's literally a number game. So if you don't want to play that number game, you let other people keep playing it on you with you being the, you know, the ploy the of their number game, the consumer of their number game. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, so like, can't we be spiritual and also play the game that we have to play? Yeah. That's just my That's argument. That's the trick. That's my. That's argument. where we're at right now. Me yeah. and you are both like in that. I'm in still that evolving phase. the way I think about it. Of course. But it's like uh, the way I think about it right now, we have to play. Yeah. Like you have to play. Like right now, everyone, you're kids. sitting with a certain number in your bank account right now. I guarantee if you multiply that number by 100 or 1,000, you would be living a better spiritual, physical, emotional, everything, life. Mm-hmm. You'd be living better. Like so, but people don't want to, you know. They Dude, when I was broke, I wasn't this healthy, happy spiritually you know when i was broke i was it's hard to do anything i was struggling i was stressed <laughs> all the time 
Not to mention the stress. The stress. The stress that would let go if your bank account 10x or 100x right now. Right. You know how much stress would be relieved from these people? And right. then they could actually have time to think about, like, okay, how do I grow this money? Exactly. Not just make it cash flow, because this is what we were talking about yesterday. Everybody's just worried about a little bit of cash flow to handle their means in terms of right now. But the rich are getting richer because they have assets that are going to grow during times like this. Times like a recession. They buy more assets. Mm-hmm. Because after the recession, guess what? We come out of it like we always do. So once you come out of the recession, you can't just let those guys keep getting ahead every recession. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it just drives me nuts. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm just really into money mm-hmm. and the power of, like, time and, mu- and assets, the growth over time, to where the people that don't want to get in the asset game, it just drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, <laughs> I'm being honest. <laughs> like, I know. I'm being dead honest. Um, yeah, I don't. There's so many things I could talk about on that subject. Right. I'm trying not to get like, you know, too amped up or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. But just like if you're out there and you have a bad relationship with money, like my best advice would be to figure out why you had that bad relationship with money and then figure out how you can move forward and building your assets and getting rid of liabilities. That's just straight up. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, a car is a liability. Unless it's a Tesla that's actually going to go up in value. Every car you buy is a liability. A boat, horrible liability. A house, it can be a liability, but most of the time it is an asset. That's a trick they play on you, the banks. But uh, like stock, asset, you know what I mean? You need to buy assets, land, asset. Like you need to buy the assets that are going to go up with you, mm. not liabilities that make you look better right now but go down over time. Right. It's not what the rich people but are even doing. like you were saying, even even saving it in a bank account is a, is a liability. Yeah, so if you're right now – yeah, so – if you're right now, your goal, like Jared, we were just talking about yesterday, if your goal right now is to rack up your bank account, guess what? If you have $100,000 in your bank account, inflation right now is at 10%, to where in seven years from now, that $100,000 would be $50,000. Would you doing nothing, just sitting there. At 10% a year, the law of 72, you divide that by 10, every seven years, you're going to half your money. So that means in 14 years, that $100,000 is going to be 25000 That's insane. So, okay, this what are you doing? This is good information to know. Yeah. This so, is stuff that people need to know. So right now, for the not for the first time, usually inflation is at 2% a year with the U.S. dollar. Uh-huh. And everything's back, like, everything's, uh, stay, uh, I forget what the word is, but everything's intact with the U.S. dollar. Okay. So right now, the U.S. dollar that usually people in other countries are like, shit, our, our, our currency over here is hyperinflating. We need to invest in U.S. dollars. Mm. That literally people in other countries, they invest in the U.S. dollar because it's so much more stable. It only, it only inflates 2% per year. But after, you know, the whole freaking shutdown shit and all that, the money printing, half of our money supply has been printed in the past few years. That means even the U.S. dollar is a liability now. So if you're holding onto a lot of U.S. dollars out there, <laughs> your money's like literally being shit on. But that Uncle also Sam means is diluting it left and right. That also means there's more money in the system than ever. Facts. So now so you have what? an opportunity to make a lot of money and invest it properly. 2020, I never made more money in my life Seven. off just my assets. Wow. So the rich get richer. Like, I'm not rich or anything, especially like two years ago. I'm not rich. You know, I'm still 23 year old, like growing my wealth. But I multiplied my wealth during that time because I finally put in these systems and mm-hmm. the things that I knew before that, but now I have actual money to play with. I played with it, right. and I got in the game. I was on the Monopoly board. I landed on something was like, oh, no, yeah, I'm actually going to buy it. Yeah. Like, you got to buy it. So now people are landing on MySpace, renting it. Yep. That's how it works. So it's like if you're not playing the game, I don't know what you're doing because your money is definitely going down. So you need to put your money in something. You know, Every asset's going to be different. You can pick the stock that you want. Yep. I know I'm heavily in Tesla stock, of course, yep. and Bitcoin and Ethereum, but you do what you want. But just know that your U.S. dollar right now is not an asset. Yeah. 
It's going. And down. just so everyone knows, Dakota is putting his money where his mouth is. Oh yeah. He showed me his portfolio. <laughs> He's probably got more money on. He could get. He could have into more money than all of our parents could. Let's just say that. <laughs> and it's only growing. Right. So again, if you're in that, uh, if you're in the. Uh, the poor mindset. I don't even know what to call it, but if you're in a lack, a lack, scarcity mindset. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you might scarcity. get those gains that I received in uh, the stock market. You're selling that to like you know like whether it's you know buy a car to make you look presentable to show off your wealth. Pretty much. That's what a lot of people do. That's the biggest trap. So you need to always live below your means, and I'm always below my means. Um, but a lot of people would sell that, or they'd be like, oh my god, I made gains. I need to pull out now while I'm ahead. It's like no. Are the rich doing that? No. The rich buy assets and hold them yeah. for life. Because yep. they only go up. They and take they a buy. breath and they go, ah, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, yeah, my, panic. Com- my computer says I'm, I'm, I'm more rich. I'm richer now. Yeah. That's cool. The Leave numbers on the screen. They don't need it tangibly. They don't need to show it. To right. They don't need any of that. And then when it's a recession time, they're like, how the fuck can I buy more? How can I make more money? So my mindset right now is how can I get the, how can I get as much money as I can cash flow right now to where I can take advantage of this recession where everything is on sale? And I gave a perfect example to you yesterday. It's like, if coconut water is on sale 50%, are you like, shit, I just bought 100 coconut water yesterday, and now they're on sale. I'm pissed. Like, I'm going to sell them. No, it's like you go back and you buy fucking 100 more, All whatever it. it is. You buy them because they're half off. You don't get pissed because the ones you buy are now like, you know, more expensive than what they're being sold for at the moment. Right. No. But in money, in stocks, people do that. Their emotion gets the best of them. They're like, oh, my God, like, the stock goes down. I need to sell it before it goes down even more. And then it goes up, and then they just lost out on gains, mm. and they sold. They had to pay taxes, all these things, like emotions. Yep. So when you're in the abundant mindset, you're not thinking you had to sell. But when you're in a scarcity mindset, you're playing with, like, you know, life or death. That's why I brought up, like, if everyone's bank account right now would 100x, they would be smarter because they would be less in scarcity, less right. back against the wall, less – Decisions made from stress. Yes. All of that. That's why rich get richer and poor get poorer. It's like, I'm just trying to preach this to so many people because people in the yogi, like we said, this whole conversation started off with, I think, some of the yogis I've had, like I would say 70% of the conversations I've had, they have bad relationships with money. Wow. And they're also in a field where they don't make that much money. So it's like, damn, like, what are you going to do? Either you buck up or shut up. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's pro- – and, like, obviously it's you're in the yogi community – but that's a lot of people. That's most people. Yeah, most yeah. I'm people just, have a I'm negative relationship the, with money. Totally. I'm just speaking to, from the conversations that I have had. Yeah. So I'm not going – I don't know about what everybody right, else right, is doing right. or thinking. I just know in the yoga realm, people aren't making much money. And it's a spiritual community to where they have that, oh, I don't want to be a part of the 3D game right. mentality. That's why it's, like, I think extra bad in the yoga, inst- I, yoga space. I agree with you. Yeah, and then some people are like uh, – <laughs> like we <laughs> – I get people DM me trying to get it on my feed. Like, hey, can you promote this? Can you promote this? I'm like, yeah, I had to charge you. I definitely had to charge you. And it's something yoga related. It's something I would promote. I would share. You know, I, I know these people. But it's like I had to charge you. And they're like, whoa, what about, aren't you a yogi, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what? This is my business. Like, yeah, I'm a yogi. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll help you out, like, in life in general. But, like, in terms of, like, monetizing my accounts, like, I had to grow this. And you're trying to just steal from me. Right. You've like, worked your ass off. I'm like, no, you're trying to steal right now, not me being greedy, charging. Exactly. It's like, no, if you want to get in front of you know, 750,000 people, I'm charging you because right. I worked my ass off to get here. Exactly. So it's like, and, but they, they take that as like, oh, I thought you were a yogi. This isn't what yoga is about. I'm like, what? Like, since when in time do the yogis just all vow to fucking poverty? Right. Like, no, shut up. I love that's this. Just, I'm getting a little toxic right now, but like. You're not toxic. Bro, listen, we've, 
Yeah. I'm amped up. <laughs> I know, I know, and we live in this weird society where people would label this as toxic, but it's not. This is real. This I'm being is straightforward, real honest, game. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing: you're living it. You're not some asshole on TikTok, fucking making a seven second video saying some bullshit. You, you're living it. This is things that we've learned. These are real lessons. We're not fucking gurus over here. We're just two guys in our 20s sharing our personal experience. Yeah. I don't think it's toxic at all. I was actually just going to tell you, I love this conversation because my my whole content thesis is shifting more towards that coming into the body, getting grounded, and decoding the matrix. So this is important yeah, yeah. stuff. The money talk. This is important stuff. It's a big shift. I've made big shifts with my relationship with money. As you and I talked about, I still have more to go. But just the shifts I've made have changed my life. Wow. Drastically. Yeah. Drastically. You know, I think this is so important. Um, I just made this connection in my head just now. It's kind of hard to wrap my head around. But so we're all, we're, there's matrices all around us, right? Yep. And, a, and a matrix, like the word just means a system at the end of the day. A system that we were born onto this world with billions of systems already set in place. Yep. A matrix. Yep. That we were you know, brought into, right? We didn't just, we didn't pick all the rules of the life that we're living in, like the laws and everything. No, we were born very late in the game, in this Monopoly game. But anyways, you're born into this matrix, so there's matrixes that are physical, and there's matrixes that are obviously spiritual and emotional. So what a lot of people are falling trapped to is the emotional and spiritual ones, right? But those are something that we can personally get through, whether it's introspective work, meditation. We can get through those and realize... Oh yeah, that's a that's a rule that someone else made. I'm not abiding by that. I'm not subscribing to that. It's easy, right? Those are matrices we can get out of like in, internally. But the money is a physical matrix that right now, if Uncle Samuel Powell, the fe- the leader of the Federal Reserve, wants to make an interest rate change or wants to print more money, you can't you can't do anything about that. Right. So you're hundred. Say you have a hundred thousand dollars in a bank account. He's deciding rules that go for that hundred thousand dollars, whether you like it or not. You have no say. So the spiritual matrixes, we have 100%. You can, do, you can be a sovereign being. You can go to the jungle. You can do whatever you want with your mind. No one, people have a little control over that just with what you see like subconsciously, but you have most of the control. But when it comes to the physical matrix of money, people have way less control, so they give up easier. Mm. That's just like my idea right now. This could evolve over time. Yeah. But I'm just trying to think, like, why do people give up so easy when it comes to money? And that's the main thing that allow the rich to get richer and control you even more. Yeah. It's like, no, you need to learn the game that they're doing. So when old Uncle Powell, you know, does something with interest rates, you know, oh, in my real estate portfolio, this is going to happen. Oh, in my cash, this is what's happening. So I just said cash is being diluted 10% of the year from inflation right now. Most people probably don't even know that unless you're really tapped into this. Like, you don't even have to be that tapped in. Like, yeah. Just me and you talking for two hours the past couple of days, you know like 90% of what you need to know to yeah. move forward. I'm not even kidding. I'm so grateful for that, actually, because I will never read a book. Yeah. And so so to have Dakota Mays <laughs> to be able to be my audio book for me for two hours, and it's even better because you're looking me in my eyes and penetrating my soul. Yeah. You need to know this. <laughs> no, that's how passionate I am about I know. I love it. Like, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's like, what are we going to – if you're if you have the biggest ambitions, like you know, you're spiritual. Right. So some of these yogis, they want to make these sanctuaries, whether it's animals, say, you know, vegans, whatever. If you have these missions that you want to do, you need monetary status to do that. So you need money, unless you really have a freaking the most purest soul to where you can just 
look at someone in the eyes and get them to work for you for free on this sanctuary over Let here. Let me have your sheep. Yeah, <laughs> be my worker. Like, unless you can acquire people like that, just free money, then ma- you can make things happen. Yep. You know, I don't want to cap anyone. Right. <laughs> but I think you're going to need some monetary status cash available to get people to go to through those means that you're trying to accomplish so whether that's you know like i don't know like whatever philanthropic uh ideas you have right you need the money so it's like why give up on this money system to where (sighs) people just give up so early whenever time's on your side time value of money again assets grow over time so you got to remember that that's why i was like with your hawaii idea i'm like you were talking about buying an acre and doing this, which I, th- I still think you should do. I'm doing course. it. Yeah, yeah, of course. But my my mind of uh, time time having so much value to it, my mind's just like, oh, man, but Jared, what if you hold on to that money just a little bit longer, whether it's just a few more years, five more years, let that grow to where when you do that Hawaii idea, it'll be 20x mm-hmm. what you are doing a few years before. But like, I can do it again, though. Exactly. <laughs> There's so many ways to go about it, but you get what I'm talking about, of right? Of course. I understand the concept. Of yeah. Course. People will put all their life savings that was growing for them. They they, they halt that growth right. for the, the one acre now. Right. When they could. Wait. And that's not your story, I know. That's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But for some people. This acre they, is like half of my monthly revenue for a month. Exactly. You know? so but like, this is some people's story. Right. To where they're putting their life savings in this philanthropy idea. Right. But they're just trying to do it too early to where if they right. just gave 10 more years, five more years. They could do their idea, but literally times 100 makes such a bigger impact. They just had to wait a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But, so people don't understand the time va- <sighs> The time value of money is insane. Yeah. I love like, The value <laughs> of time on money. Maybe I worded that wrong. Yeah. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Of course. Yeah. Time's on our side. That's why, like, whenever you're in any finance class, they're like, if you're 20 right now and you start right now and you put, you know, a thousand bucks in your saving or not savings, fuck that. Right, right, right. <laughs> and investments, right. Thousand bucks a month every year. And then versus a person that started at 25 but put 5,000 bucks every month. Mm hmm. Bro, the 21-year-old kicks the shit out of the 25-year-old. That's so funny. All the time. Just a couple years. Because that four years. Because later down the road, when you're, you got that compound growth, when that, once that trajectory hits like that exponential curve, four years up here is this much. Four years back here was the, like this little small slither. But you had to start early to get the later gains. You know? Does that make right. sense? Yeah. People slip on that. Yep. And that is literally, people say the eighth wonder of the world is exponential growth. I completely agree. <laughs> oh, my god! I like that. <laughs> and I just started experiencing exponential growth in my accounts like this past year or two. Yeah. So it's like now, if my stock's 2x now, it's like, oh, shit. Back then when I first started, if it 2x, it's like, oh, okay, 5K went to 10K. Yep. That's still awesome. But, yep. like, let it get bigger and then, then watch what a 2x when does. When 250K goes to half a million. Yeah, it's like, okay, now we're talking goes about to a million. That's why the rich get richer. Dude, they, the difference between half a million and a million. Not much. <laughs> not much. Yeah, yeah, but that's why I'm saying, like, some people would take out that half million, like, oh, I can do my philanthropy ideas right now, do this. Like, dude, if you just wait another year to let that grow a little bit, you can always wait longer. So right. you, you want to find the happy balance. Right. That's what you're in right now, personally, but yep. it's just usually you want time to grow a little bit more. Yep. As long as you're not pushing time, you don't need to do it right now, you're about to die before you do your ideas. Mm-hmm. Of course, if that's the case, fucking do it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> time isn't on your side anymore. Yeah. But if time is still on your side and you're young, Bro, let it grow. Yeah. Let it grow. Don't get the, you know, designer clothes, the watch, yes. the car. Yes. Don't let people know about your wealth just because, like, you're, like, that's insecurity. It's coming from a place of insecurity, lack, insecurity. fear. Yeah, so if you get over that, because, like, you, 
if I were to tell you, like, once my account started growing, if I didn't think about doing some of those bougie things or, like, letting people know, I traveled a little bit more. That's all. But, like, I thought about the other things, but then I'm like, whoa, no. Yeah. Like, why Traveling's am I doing that? Traveling's way better investment. Yeah. I almost bought a Tesla, but that was because of his investment and the company. Right. That would be the only, quote, unquote, bougie thing I would ever do, and I right. almost did. Yeah. So, a lot of people following that trick. Oh, yeah. Light it up. Spark up. Spark up. Talk about some spiritual shit. Yeah. <laughs> All this 3D money talk. God damn. damn. This is a good one. <laughs> this is this is really good. <laughs> Have you ever had any, like, uh, any kind of... Um, like psychedelicish transcendental experiences through yoga. Yeah, yeah. Um so if I was to compare like my say like my top 10 spiritual experiences, uh I would definitely say they aren't on my top, you know, cuz this is like naturally sober just uh you know doing yoga and breath work. I would say my deepest experiences, one of my first ones was at my yoga teacher training in Bali. This is 2018. I, we were towards the end of the training where we were all doing our, our, our test and we were all teaching. So I got to see the other people I did this whole beautiful month journey with. They were teaching me, you know, we were, we all hosted a class. So that was a part of your test. I was just in one of those classes with my dear friends, like they, she was teaching at the time. And I was just so proud of her. And I was just like watching how everyone came together through this whole experience. And now she is leading us through a good experience. And I was, I was really feeling the flow. I just remember I was in a uh, bound sage twist. It was a little twisting pose where you have your legs over. We, uh, actually, no, I was twisting to the left. I remember it like it was like yesterday. Huh. I brought my elbow over, and I come into this twist, and I'm just looking over my left shoulder. I'm literally like, life makes so much sense right now. I had this pure bliss experience. Like, I actually felt nirvana for the first time. I was sober, wasn't smoking or anything, of course. Just me, yoga, in the morning. Like, I don't even think I had food in me that, that day. So it was just me and my body yep. in a physical experience. And I had that, like, connection that I've never felt before. And I, I, I think I started crying. I had, like, one tear come down. I could have cried if I, like, wanted to let it go. But I wasn't going to, like, start crying. <laughs> anyways, so I kind of did hold it back a little bit. But anyways, I just felt pure bliss come up. And I'm just like, everything makes so much sense right now. That's never felt like that in my life. Wow. So I've had a couple experiences similar to that after that. But that was one of the most intense ones. Um, but all my, my most intense experiences with breathwork and everything were influenced by shrooms. Yeah. So I had help. Yep. I had Mother New <laughs> Mother Earth help me a little bit, guide me through. Um, but the experience I just showed you, me doing that twist, yep. that was all just my body. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I my easily my most like sober. You could call it sober. I did a little bit of hop a. You know what that is? No, but I've heard I've, I've heard a couple people talk about it, but I've never done it. Uh, it's like a shamanic tobacco snuff, um, and that was actually my like it was my that weekend was my first time doing it. That day was my second time doing it. But I was it was in Austin at Justin Lovato's house, and he he has an incredible breathwork program that he put together himself. So picture this space, man, at his house. There's 20 people all laying down, all just did hop A. He's, we, all these, it was a men's group. So there's 20 lions, right? And all the women are there playing sound bowls. He's leading us through meditation. It's similar to Wim Hof, but it's different. Dude, we did like 15 rounds. I have never been so far out of my body in my life. And I wasn't on anything. It was yeah. just, and it was, it was even clearer than being on psychedelics. 
because you know the psychedelics are kind of like throwing thrusting you into this realm yeah, yeah. I, with each round i was going deeper and deeper so i could like navigate better in that realm if that makes sense um and i just remember like by the end of it man i could hear my mind my mind sounded like it was a mile away oh, and you wow. and you can hear that ego in the background going this is bullshit this isn't working. So you're, you felt your you you felt the observer and the thinker. I mean, so so yeah, I feel like I tap in with the observer all the time. Yeah, yeah. This was like it was even deeper. It was pure awareness. But like not, it like it was like unaware aware it was like I was literally felt like I was floating. Like I did DMT. Like I did the toad. It's like I did the toad. It's like just I was just in like this white light, and I can hear, I can hear the faint sounds of my mind so far away. That's special. So far away, and I just it was like so powerful. I woke up and I was like not the same person. And we get up and went straight to the ice bath for ten minutes. Yeah, and it was just like the most transcendental time. Like sober, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I've done ten grams of shrooms. You know, that's a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> no, I feel you on the thrusting part. Because uh, you feel like you're uh, more in control. Not even more in control, but you feel like it is you. Um, yeah. It's almost like a, it's the difference between, uh, you know, someone guiding you through a yoga flow. You have a nice experience. You're being led and it's still great versus you just flowing. Like whatever's, whatever's coming up and out, it's doing. Like yeah. it's just a different vibe. They're both great, of course. Yep. But uh, there's a time and place for both. Yeah, yeah. It's totally. just cool. It's just fun. I thought I'd ask you because you're so into yoga and stuff. No, yeah. Um, most of my intense, uh, the one I explained to you, that was yoga, of course. But mo- most of the time, my intense experiences come from breath work. Yep, because breath work's to go. Because I think you're working more energetically. Uh, yoga, the asana, in terms of the yogic path, there's eight limbs. I, I touched on this last podcast. Yoga, the asanas, is just one out of eight. So yoga is literally, they, when they created the structure, yoga is just to keep your body healthy. It's just like... Like you were saying, like you can go into the deep realms of your mind, but what are you if your body's deteriorating? What are you if you can't even sit in a meditation posture? What are you if you can't even like, like be comfortable in your body? It's gonna be hard to let alone reach transcendental states, right? Because you're still physically struggling, right? So yoga is just to keep the body physically in check. So of course it helps our meridians, it helps our energetic flow. You can get experiences off that energetic flow, like I was just saying, I almost cried, you know, watching my friend teach me yoga, like. You know, you, we're moving these chemicals in our body. We're just one big chemical reaction happening all the time with internal energy. That's why we don't fall apart. That's why our skin's, like, we're held in a structure. So it's like yoga is just to help the flow. So you can have experiences like that, and you can have my most intense experiences are still to come, of course. But breath work, you're actually inviting energy. You're, right. like, you're playing with prana big time. Big time. So it's like. Yeah, my Wim Hof, I can do it probably three times a week. Like, I feel my hands feel like they're – I was just talking to Carson about this yesterday. Like, you feel like your hands are, like, just, like, active, like, yeah. squeezing, flexing. Yep. But your hands are just sitting there, like, chill. Yep. And, like, you even check to make sure, like, am I, am I fisting up right now? Like, right. no, I'm chilling. Your feet, your chest, it's all you, electric. You're feeling electricity. That's literally what we came down to. We were talking about energy. We were feeling it coming through your body. We are like, it's just electric. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you can tell you're tapping in the life force. Yes. So you're, my odds at least, me personally, uh, of having experience, like, you know, doing stuff like that, breath work is where <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Would you say the same? 
Yeah. You're not hard, you don't do a lot, a lot of yoga, but. You know, I don't, I, so I do, breath work has been a way bigger theme in my life than yoga has. Which, breath work is yoga, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm just talking like the physical yeah, the and stuff. Yeah, Um, I really enjoyed it. Like when I lived in Lakewood, I was, uh, um, I had a lighter for a second. That's good. Oh, okay. We're always lit up. Yeah. <laughs> When I lived in Cleveland, uh, I was actually going to a yoga studio, and that was a really transformative time in my life. That was right before me and Mackenzie set off on our road trip. Um, so we're just door dashing to make a living, you know. This was like I was deep in my spirituality at this point. Okay. Um, so this is like this is like where all I cared about was like being in those realms and in those planes, and like my whole like. But I was had no money. Yeah. But, dude, I was really happy, to be honest with you. I was really happy in this phase. When I look back, it was a really fun phase for me. I, it was a big phase of self-discovery. Um, just moving an hour away. and Just, like, changing my scenery, you know? And, like, yeah, it was, yeah. like, a whole new life. Um, and, obviously, deep stuff in within Mackenzie and I's, you know, relationship and within our house. Um, yeah. But going to a yoga, yoga studio, I loved it, man. Um, I, I became family with those people at that yoga studio. And, uh that's nice. There were a lot of times where I went in there, man, and, uh, you know, had, like, experiences where it wasn't blissful and that. There were times where I went in there and, like, I didn't like the class. And, like, we kind of talked about it in the last pod. And I was, like, very angry. And, like, all this anger would come. Yoga is so funny. Going through an hour-long yoga class brings out all the anger in me. It's interesting. It's really interesting um, just being for – because I've, like – because here's the thing. I don't have a job. I don't have it. I'm. I've curated my environment. So when it's an hour of someone telling me when to move, where to put my foot, I think it brings up a lot of frustration in me, which needs to be expelled, obviously. Yeah. Um, which is good. But man, I've just had. Long story short, I'm I'm rambling. Just that was when I was doing the most yoga. Yeah. And it was really good for me. It was really good for me. It ga- it gave me an opportunity to um. Release energy you know i felt like moving into all these places i was just like clear because there's a lot of dude that's what austin is for yeah and it it helped me because when we dive into my life and we go into the bodybuilding and the steroids and the muscles and the food and then we unpack that down to the energy you know i can feel that in every cell like even the scar tissue that exists within my whole body right now is so crazy you can push on my chest and there's just like mountains in there um damn yeah so like when i'm in these postures these spots are getting hit with energy and with physical movement and it brings up like i just like want to cry you know because there's so much i hate the word trauma but trauma in there you know try not to use that word (laughs) i respect that yeah physical trauma though yeah literal physical scar tissue Uh, it's mine, but you can drink it. Oh, it's right there. Oh, mine's in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell me sparked up. <laughs> Where's my water? Whole vibe. In your dude, hand, man. Watching this podcast is funny. It's like a whole vibe shift. Yeah. We're on your, you need money. I was like, 10% <laughs> inflation. <laughs> Over to <laughs> DMT. <laughs> and now we're like, yoga. <laughs> perfect amount of asana. <laughs> it's a good shift. There's two sides to, you know, yeah, yeah. there's way more than two sides, but there's yeah, many layers man. to life. I'm stoned already. That's good weed you have. 
Good cannabis. Muy bien herba. It's organic. Organico herba. Yeah. I was, I, remember, I was up. Remember when I saw that? I was like, that's a thing? <laughs> oh, that's a thing. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Try it out. Man, it's so interesting. What's that? Just life. Just in oh. general. Just life, man. Yeah. Doing podcasts. Here we are. Yeah, here the we are. The fact that we're even here right now. Uh, I Did I tell the story of how I found out about you on the last podcast or no? I don't think so. I don't know if I did. My client, Mike, formerly known as Mike Stud. Um, so I was, you know, he's my client. And basically what I, I do for people that don't know is I run people's social media accounts. So every time I would upload for him, his videos were coming up. Because, like, when you're uploading, there's, like, a little thing in the screen, and you can, like, watch videos while it's uploading. And, like, your stuff would pop up. And this went on for months before I saw one. Do you want to know how to release tightness in your neck? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> and you're yes, please. <laughs> yeah, and here you go. And it was that one where you put your elbows on a table and you yeah. go down. You know what I'm talking about? What's that called? Um, it's a supported puppy pose. Yeah, like supported puppy pose. You do it on a ledge or a couch. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember going on TikTok then. As soon as it uploaded, I go on my page and I follow you. And then, I, and then uh, I followed you on Instagram. And then you post, you're at LA Fitness and you're in Columbus. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm two hours away. I was like, do you want to be on my podcast? And you're yeah. like, yeah, dude, let's do it. <laughs> drove <laughs> down and and now here we are. Yeah, first, because like I get DMs like that a good bit. Uh-huh. Like maybe at least a few months. I don't uh-huh. know, a lot of crazy. Uh-huh. But like usually it just doesn't happen because they're like podcasters just start off. I'm like, yeah, if you come to me, like, blah, blah, blah. Like I'll talk on the mic. Like, right. you know what I mean, it's always like that. Right. So it's just kind of one of them like, yeah, if you actually come out, but then, you know, you reached out like a month later, you're like, Hey, it's like the date. I'm like, Oh, okay. This one of the guys that's actually about it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you're out, dude. Well, listen, I, honestly, my biggest skill, I got to say, I think I'm a networking genius. You are. And when I look at all the relationships I have with these, with these people, whether it be business or people, you know, it's like, it's always be one. This is just a, a big tip for everybody. Net. Oh, this is gonna be a clip. So let me set this up. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a good take. Let's get a good take. <laughs> Huge networking hack. Make it as easy as possible on them. Yeah. If you want somebody to do something with you, whether it be hire you, whether it be come on your podcast, whether it be uh, buy your beats, whatever it may be, you got to make it easy on them. If you DM somebody, yo, I make beats, like, we, we should ch- we should talk, man, they're not going to respond to you. Yeah. They're yeah, not going to yeah. respond to you. But if you send them downloadable links where they can go listen now and download it, right, and they see the product, they're so much more apt to do it. So, like, with my business, I wouldn't just – dude, I got huge people. Yeah, MLB players, right? You don't hit these people up and say, yo, man, we should link. We should work. That's yeah. what everybody's saying. Yeah. You're not going to get anywhere so true. like that. You have to. So I would go on the, when I first started out, I would go on people's YouTube on my phone, screen record their content, and then go into my editing app, chop the video up very nicely for them, add the captions, add the music in the background, and DM them a physical product for them to – because, dude, who doesn't like a picture? You have a podcast, right? You're speaking and facts s- right now. And somebody sends you an amazing clip, a 36-second clip of you doctored up, ready to push save and post. That's all you got to do. I would send these to people, and I would say, hey, man, like, this is what I do. If you, I'm going to get the joint. This is fucking up my TikTok thing. Hold on. I got to 
Oh yeah, true. <laughs> uh, you know, I would I would tell them, hey, this is what I do. Would love to give you a free week. Either way, you can take this video, do what you want with it. Big love, you know. And everybody that took a free week from me hired me. Yeah, you made it very easy for Make them. Make it very easy on them. Why would I? If I want you to come on my podcast, we've never met. You don't know anything about me. Why would I? Why would I expect you to come to me? Yeah. Or why would I expect you to have anything to do with making it happen? Why would I expect you to have the mics? Why would I expect you to record it on your phone? Get real, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Show up prepared, right? Make it easy on people. That's like the biggest networking hack. Make it easy on them. Think about all the people. We were out in California. We so drove true. all. Man, I went way over the miles on my rental car because we were driving all over the state because we're doing big links. Yeah. We were. We did some big links. And it's like, these people, why would, why would they come to us? Why would they come to us, you know? And, and but soon, you know, through all this work, we're going to be in a place where people want, well, people have to come to us. I mean, that's how you get there, though. But you have to build a name. You have yeah. to build a product. What you're describing is there's obviously, like, power dynamics. So you're reaching out with people who have more status, whatever the heck, power. They're just above you. and that They have resources. Yeah, yeah. They're I don't. Those people. Yeah, so we have to make it easy for them. Like, But as soon as you're the person that, you know, you're the podcast to be on. No, it's the other way around. Now people are trying to get on you. Right. So it's just like knowing where you're at, yep. having a lot of self-awareness. Yeah, and having humility. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one owes you anything. Yeah, facts. Dude, I gave my first client a free month. My first client was the rapper, Futuristic. I gave him a free I would never do that now. I wouldn't give Mike Tyson a free month. I would. There's nobody I would give a free month well, to. Well, on that one, I might talk to you about. No. I Mike Tyson, be, though? Hey, buddy, I don't want to be in that crowd anyway. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, I don't <laughs> you know, know much about him. I'm just saying someone huge like that, we'd have to like, at least talk about yeah, it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because, like, dude, he's like, okay. I appreciate you. Yeah. I appreciate you doing that. <laughs> we'll start running our shit past. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just make sure you don't want to, like, leave a goose egg. That's no, you're one. right. But you get my point. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get my point. The tides have shifted. Of course. I gave him a free month, man. and uh, Our that, dynamic is different now. And that changed, that changed the course of my life. Because then from there, think about all the things I have. Not only do I have him paying me monthly, right, and contributing to my business, and contributing to my life, but now I have reference points. Now I have data. Now I can hit up new clients and say, hey, I work with Futuristic. I gained Futuristic this many followers. Yeah, yeah. That's how my whole business has been built. Like when you think about it, I really only, I've only like actually sent DMs and like reached out for cl- to like three of them. The rest of them are referrals from those people. Wow. Bro, Evan, we have we have three clients that are referrals from Evan. And one of them is my biggest client. Damn, word of mouth. Word of mouth. I brought on a client two days ago. I didn't even try. I didn't have to convince him <laughs> at all. You know what I mean? From referrals, from the power of referrals. Because yeah. it's not only it's not only because here's the one thing. Like You're I already said, been vetted. Well, like I said, I'm good at networking, right? Yeah. It's not just that I because here's the thing. I could be so great at talking to these people and all this stuff, but be delivering a shit product. I'm delivering an outstanding product. Yeah. You know, there's there's you know, it's not just one, you know, you're not just because you're a good networker, you have to deliver. So I deliver for these people. And I create a great relationship with them. So when so when their friends tell them, "Man, I need help on social media," they, it's they're like screaming at them. 
Jarrett, yeah, yeah, you know, that's how it goes. So then this guy calls me. We have a 10-minute conversation, and he PayPal's me immediately. He says, can't wait to get started next week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not, there's, like, levels, it, and it jumps up, and the power of momentum is real. You already have so much social proof. Yeah. Oh, so the social proof is cement. My, my circle, that's what Evan was telling me on the phone. Evan was like, dude, you're 24. Your circle is crazy. Facts. And it's only just getting started. You even got a yogi in there. Look I got you. a yogi. You're a little bit of everywhere. I got the yogi. Rappers, the athletes, yogi. yogi. Rap, dude, we got MLB athletes. We got, I mean, Evan was the co-host of Mike Tyson's podcast for years. Damn. He helped him start it. Um, God. You know, and he was six years in the NFL. Um, we got fuck. we worked for Jim McMahon. Part of the 85 Bears. He's a super, like, NFL legend. They say the 85 Bears is the greatest football team of all time. You know, like, we have crazy people on our roster. I love this. Yeah. It's super yeah. cool. Man, you should market this more. If I marketed this, we'd be making 100K a month. I got to keep the numbers off the podcast, though. <laughs> but, dude, if I marketed this, if I ran a couple ads. Because, dude, I have, pr- I have videos of Mike, right? Mike, Mike, has reached, Mike has fucking 6 million monthly listeners on Spotify. You know, he's not a small-time artist. He's got a huge podcast. I have videos of him on his podcast saying something along the lines of uh, he was telling Max Homa, who's a pro golfer, they had him on his podcast. Mike's got a crazy circle, too. He's the one who hooked me up with Stroman, Marcus Stroman, the pitcher for the Cubs. Okay. So he's my MLB guy. Mike yeah. hooked me up with that. Shout out Mike, man. A big love to Mike wherever he's at right now. We don't work with him anymore um, just because I got with him really early. And the price difference versus where I'm at now yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the amount of, like, he's got a lot of kids that are willing to do this for free for him. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, dude, I can't pay you 4K a month. Like, I'm just going to pay you. I mean, he could. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to stop throwing numbers out. Anyway, <laughs> um, man, I totally, lost, I've totally lost where I was going with that. Oh, no, we have videos that we could run ads with yeah. of him on his podcast saying my name. Like, yeah. saying my name. He literally, he literally goes, Dude, I see people out at the bar, and they're like, dude, you're popping on TikTok. And I'm like, oh, am I? I have no idea. And they're like, yeah, I have this kid. Shout out, Jared. I have no idea. And I look down, and this video's got 2 million views, and it's like, I'm not doing anything. Dude, you could run an ad on that video right there. Oh, I know. That video right there is perfect. I have, I have videos. I would do that. Like, saying similar things. Soon. We'll talk about this. That's like such a good idea, because yeah. that's like the best ads. It is. Yeah. I have those videos. Like oh 4K quality. Like, like we could run. Yeah, man. I have, a lot. I have, I have Evan. That could help you get your 10X. Oh, dude, we can 10x quick with Because, like, right now, like, if you were to take a clip from this podcast, you know, make it a little ad, or not even an ad, but just post it, let people know what you do for a living. Right now, I got two questions for you. What do you do for people, and why should people hire you? Well, here's the thing that I like about that Mike video. He sums it up perfectly. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. I blow you up with you not even knowing. On social media? Yes. All right. And okay. I, and, and why should you hire me? Yeah, why should it? Yeah. Because you won't blow up otherwise. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> you're not going to do it. Right. You're going to post one video a week and say, TikTok doesn't work. So your perfect clientele is someone who maybe already has something of their own. You know, they're popping off in some way or maybe. No, they um, just have to have existing content. I'm not going to chase you down and say that's, like, that's the problem with some people. They don't have enough content. Okay. So if you have a podcast and you have 10 episodes up, we can post four videos a day for you. Like we can, bo- you know what I mean. Like we can blow you up if you I have see, some content available. Yeah. If you have a few. If you're an artist, if you have ten music videos available, you know we can we can get shit popping off. So I guess your perfect clientele would be someone who's popping off but isn't taking advantage of the social media part and that has the content. My perfect clientele is somebody who 
makes long form like content player. and doesn't reproduce it. Doesn't okay. do, my my perfect my perfect okay. clientele. And if they're well known, it just helps. Oh yeah, I mean like when it's an when it's the pitcher yeah. for the Cubs. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I was out here making videos of me throwing the baseball around, <laughs> makes sense. They're not gonna they're gonna do the same. Um, but yeah, my perfect client is like somebody who, yeah, like I said, they 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 are making content, but they're not. Volume is the game. There's so yeah. much content out in the system. You got to be consistent with it. So like when I when people when people call me and they go like, hey, how do we get started? I say, well, first off. Obviously, I have different price tiers based on how many daily videos we're posting. Yeah. But I recommend you post at least three a day. Yeah. The sweet spot's like four. That's facts. Because I've already noticed, we looked at my page, you've gotten me like like six already pieces of small content. So one out of every six of my posts mm -hmm. have been a post from this podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe one out of every eight. Yeah. That's, our, that's already helped so much. Yeah. It's not like a crazy, like, but it's like... It adds a little like yeah. different spice into it. Um, so well, it does things that you that can't be measured. Exactly. Like lets people in a little deeper. Yeah. The yeah, guy yeah, behind yeah. the yoga videos. Yeah. What does he talk like? Like what is he how does he interact with another human being? People <laughs> yeah. want to see you in the world. Yeah. It's one thing to look at the screen, but people kinda like to see like how you interact with other human that's why vlogging and I've like, been public my pranks head. and stuff like that are so big. You're speaking facts, dude. Yeah. I've been wrapping my head around that a lot lately. Um, and I've noticed so many more DMs lately. That are personal, mm. and wow, so a lot of them are replying to those those clips. That's obviously. amazing. But some of them are just like, I just see way more personal shit now. Where ever since uh, I've been sharing like how I am in real life, and people that know me in real life, I'm a nut. Like I'm, yeah. pretty, I'm hardcore. I'm a nut. Like I'm very physical with everything. I like to be doing shit. Yeah. Uh, we have this I epic am. Gemini Leo <laughs> clash going on here. It's like <laughs> yeah, I just learned recently. Like I'm a Cancer sign. I'm July 17th, but my rising and my descending, is that what it's called? Are both Leo, I guess. I yeah. just learned this. But and then and Leo like to I guess I guess be in like the spotlight. They're celebrities, they like attention yeah. and all these things. Fitting. <laughs> so, I mean, it kind of fits <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but I don't know. In person I can be like in terms of like a yogi, I'm like intense for sure. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I love it. Well, we that's, I've, I've had to reply because I've seen a lot of growth on my socials the last week. Um, so obviously a lot more soul, a lot more eyeballs on me, a lot more comments, a lot more yeah. messages. And, um, you know, some people I've had to address, like, I think <laughs> people get thrown off by like my intense energy sometimes. Yeah. Cause it shifts. Like I can be sitting here talking like this and then like, I can be like, going fucking nuts at, at the next moment so i think i that like throws some people yeah. off and it can rub people the wrong way yeah totally. like that yeah, intense yeah. ass energy because i feel like in the whole quote unquote like i listen i was telling you this i don't want anybody to call me spiritual i don't want to be referred to as spiritual i don't use that word i don't say i don't use i don't use that yeah. at all but people want to put that on me whatever that's not my problem but so people are used to like this Oh yeah, like that Austin fucking fake talk, you know, like oh yeah, man, like I was meditating with my crew and you know, like whatever. It's like no, man, I, I'm an intense. I would even go individual. as far. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. Go on. I, I I would even argue that like people that do that, they're trying to maintain a frame. Of course. Or they're like at all times when they're not showing their real frame. They're not being authentic. We're we're human beings and we have many different. You have a faith, like we were talking about this yesterday, like you have a, no matter what to it, like it, whether it's a small percentage, you do have a different face you put on for your mother, for your 
your dad, your 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 girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. you have a different personality and a, a, a face that you do put on, but you're not being fake. Right. You just you just know it's most efficient that you talk to this person. Yeah, this efficient. Way. Efficient. You're harnessing that energy pr- yeah. in different ways. Yeah. So like these people who always have that same tone, whether it's like the spiritual, like laid back, yeah. like, dude, nothing can get me. Like you know, what I mean, I I get to I, I talk like that sometimes. Like if you catch me sometimes, like, exactly. Whether I'm if you would have caught me last night. Po- yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Post breathwork sessions, like you're just chilling, you're right. talking, you're just like in that mindset. But I don't need to talk like that all the time for people to know I'm into my personal spiritual growth and breath work and right. bodily like i don't need to do that like no i'm gonna talk like this like right. i get amped up i get wild like it's 11 a.m pitches it's 11 a.m 11 we got all this masculine energy here we're still to fasted gather. right now yeah we're fasted we haven't eaten we had coffee yeah, yeah. uh like coconut water yeah yeah we did have some coconut water yeah so we're not we're food fasted yeah we have had calories in us technically yeah um yeah, we'll eat after this we'll do yeah. some more cold plunge yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm fasted right now. Yeah, like, man, I'm I, so fasted fast. right now. I always fast until at least one p.m. We're gonna go get in the cold plunge. <laughs> no, I can't take myself serious. Um, I know, man. Yeah, it's like I do get what you're saying. Like people expect that in all realms. So I bet you a lot of people that see my content usually I do have the same tone whenever I'm uh, in a uh, making a tip video. Right. I'm like, you know, did you know this pose can help you? Blah, 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 blah. Like I'll talk in a certain pitch just because I know that when people are learning something new, they want that certain pitch. And I figured that out, like what content works. And, but I am sometimes laid back. But then when they see these clips of us actually talking, you know, you see my rhythm, pick up, pick up, down, pick up, down. Like, yep. Then my p- uh, pitch go up and down. It's like, it's gotten more personal. It's really sure. fascinating. That's really cool. Yeah. I think people respect it more. And just a side note for the content creators out there, because it's like a pro tip, not really a tip, but once you start doing exactly what we've been talking about, showing your personal stuff, I've noticed my affiliate sales probably like two to three X. Just off, just like I'm not. They like, feel connected with you. Yeah, yeah. They they just more whether it's the trust. It, I guarantee it's the trust. Um, yeah. but it's just like they feel like they know Dakota now. Yes. And now, like, they've already gotten, like, 100,000 fucking tips from me right. like, from yoga content. But now they know how I am. They're like, oh, he's goofball. I like him, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I need a yoga mat. I'm going to go I'm gonna go buy that yoga mat now. Let, let me find out his code. They'll right. do the extra mile exactly. to make sure they go find your code to get you full credit for the sale or whatever it is. Because, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, like, I've already talked about this before. You shouldn't just be an affiliate for people and try to get your money off that because you will get so many sales that you would not get credit for. Right. Whether you're an ambassador for someone or you're just an affiliate program, mm-hmm. you would not receive. Don't rely on it. Oh, never. And especially if your <laughs> posts are being picked up by repost accounts. We talked about this last yeah. time. They don't put your caption. They don't put. So you hyping up that product. That product just got sold, but you aren't getting the credit for that right. sale. So. Well, you know, I so I have my I have my business. Um, what happened to my phone? Died. Did it really? Oh, okay. That's all good. Um. Shit, what was like, oh yeah, so I have my business, right? So I've been putting off monetizing my audience for as long as possible. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to like ri- take the long way. Um, we are going to drop some shirts here soon and do a membership website. Um, yeah, you just monetize in a way to where it's not. It's, a, like it's, a, it's just super laid back. You don't have to buy it. It's yeah, not in yeah. your face. It's not like my whole life. But, um, you know, I love the way that I make content because I'll tell you what right now, I know this because I fucking feel these people. These souls that are on there, they're not just a number on a screen to me. Yeah. You know, I feel them. And I know when I post a link to the T-shirts, they're going to be sold out instantly. 
And I don't have hundreds of thousands of followers, but they'll be sold out instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it. That's how I Whatever I drop is it's I just know it. It's cool, man. I'm it's so cool. I'm I'm honored to be a part of your a part of your journey in this way. Just like cuz cuz you make such great content. Yeah. And, but this is like a new like it's like a new level. We're going even you're going even deeper with it. So happy to be able to help with that. Here you go. It's so cool, man. I appreciate that. It's really it's cool. Good feedback. Yeah. I'm happy you reached out that day for a pod. Divine. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, I think you've helped my mind with content. Like just go from I want to vlog more. I don't want to not not like vlog in the type of like, oh, I just show you my life all the time, but like I want people to get an inside scoop of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like one of the easiest ways to do it. Yep. Right? Yeah. Sit around and smoke a joint, talk with your friend. Facts. Yeah. How many hours has it been, Carson? It's been two hours. <laughs> Oh, nice. What time is it? Does it say or no? That's okay. No worries. Hour and a half deep. Yeah, that's awesome. See, there's so many clips that can come from this. Um, <laughs> Endless. But yeah, with the content, it's just like, I make the same kind of content a lot. So it's like, it just adds such a beautiful twist. I'm just going to say one more time, like, having these clips in it. Mm -hmm. Well, think about it. We're going to get three more pods before you leave, at least. I'm ready to Dude, talk. I'll stay up all night potting. Like, that's what we're here to do, right? As Joe Rogan once said, sleep is a renewable resource. He, he said, he's, he said I, I listened to him go on a rant one time. He's like, sleep is a renewable resource. When you have the opportunity to do epic shit with epic people, you fucking do it. You yeah. can catch up on the sleeve. I'm like, that's, that's well, it's like us in California. When me, you and Oz were out there. That's motivating. <laughs> oh, dude, we didn't, we stayed up all night and got up early and we just fucking smoked 200 spliffs and... <laughs> God damn. Do you have that lighter? That's amazing. See. Thank you, sir. So, when are you uh, moving to Mexico? In October. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, so. Are you excited? The yoga retreat's October 12th to 16th. So, I'm thinking I'm going to go in October 1st, be settled in for like a couple weeks before the retreat. Dude, I got to come to one of your retreats. Oh, for sure. It's going to be amazing. Um... We could go, dude, we should go and do all the filming for you. We could go have like three 4K cameras getting everything going on. I would love for that. The content. I would let you be a part of the retreat for, honestly, like probably free if you're really being a part of the retreat. Yeah, no, like um, if we did it, we would like help you big yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. would like work, we would make, we would. I'm yeah. so about that, yeah. Yeah. Because right now I have my buddy Cameron, he's like. Oh, our, okay, cool, I didn't know if you had anyone. Yeah, but he's just general, con yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm flying him out. Giving him a vacation. Nice. He's going to be recording everything, nice. and he's going to be our runner. So if anyone needs anything, he's <coughs> taking nice. a golf cart into town. He'll do, like, he's just our guy. Dude, if I can get a passport in time, we'll pay for travel. But yeah. We'll just come down, and we'll get content for you. You'll have a place to stay. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, because I'll have my place no matter what to where yeah. if I'm all booked out in the retreat, which is probably going to be booked out. Right. Um, it's, you can stay at my place okay. while I'm staying at the retreat yep. or the resort. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll make it work. Seriously. Perfect. Yeah, Anybody's we'll talk there, about Carson, it. Carson, come on out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, dude, me and, dude, we got some epic travels coming up this this next 6 to 12 months. We're going to some epic places, man. Where? Oh, lots of places. So <clears throat> when we were out, so this Alpine, California trip was like the start of this thing. We called it Bungalow Boys. So this Airbnb I bought. Man, if we really unpack this, all right. It was a big thing for me. I never, like, booked my own vacation that I paid for. You know, so it was like a boss move already. Business gotcha. is picking up. I yeah. book us this. 
I mean, Cart, was it the most beautiful place you've ever stayed? This bungalow alone out in the middle of the mountains, the most amazing spot. There's lots of content of us there on the internet, podcasts and whatnot. And we had our soul brother Oz come out, who I met him. He came and picked me up and drove me all the way to LAX one time. Just we met on TikTok. He's like, my guy, he got to come out and meet Carson. Now you guys are fucking soul brothers tight. And uh, he stayed with us. And we just spent like five days together. We called it Bungalow Boys, long story short. And we're like, this is an epic trio of energy. Yeah, yeah. And obviously it'll grow. Like you can come to the Bungalow Boys events. Like the yeah. more soul brothers we get, like we want to add to the Bungalow Boys. But so that was Bungalow Boys round one. So okay. we're going to do round, we want to do, we're going to do Bungalow Boys. Oh, Wait, dude. where's round two at then? We're not sure we're round two as okay, yet. Okay, man, listen, I know. I going, can help you. But we're going to Austin next month. Why isn't month. it in Sayulita, Mexico? I got to get a passport. Do get that yesterday. I know. I need to get it. Yeah. It's yeah. complicated. I'll tell you off air. Okay, gotcha, It's complicated. Gotcha. Um, I got to get that. But we're driving to Austin next month. Yeah. Which, if you're around, you could come. Dude, I'm literally dropping so much money on this Columbia trip. It's actually stupid. Oh, no. It'd be free. You'd I ride need- with us, and we'll talk about it. Um, anyway. All right, not not. We're fly. driving. Okay. I was gonna. Okay. Yeah, we're driving and we're staying with Justin Lovato. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk we're about also it. gonna swing around, like probably go to California and then drive all the yeah, way back. Because I just wasn't wanting to do any more flights. Oh like, no, it's no, like dude. No, we're gonna be. Dude, you're up my alley. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. But dude, so yes. but, but we're gonna be driving through Arkansas, which is where Oz is at right now. We're gonna be driving right through where he lives. We're going to probably scoop him up and do Bungalow Boys round two in Austin. We might not even stay with Lovato. Have you been to Austin? I mean, what? Have you been to Austin? Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. I've only been there once. I love it. Yeah, so we were, I, I, that's what I was telling you when I was at Justin Lovato's house. I did transcendental transcendental meditation. That was Austin. That was in Austin, yeah. Um, So, yeah, that might be Bungalow Boys round two. We're going to do Bungalow Boys in Hawaii this year. A 1,000% Big Island, Pahoa, fucking Bungalow Boys. That is cemented you can come to that dude it's gonna be cool man bungalow boys is like and those pods that we got are ep- we have like five podcasts we've only put out like two or three of them we have so many podcasts from that week um that's when we did the Sherveen pod that's when we podcasted with evan Britton and kyle turley these legends are ex-nfl players and now they're in the cannabis space they're you bringing posted them yet no i've so i posted the Sherveen one the other day it's my best performing video on youtube ever so far uh, I posted the one with Eben and Kyle. I got another one with Eben that hasn't been dropped. Uh, and then I got two more with Carson and Oz that haven't been dropped. So, I mean, we just got to drop so- this one immediately. I know. That's what I was thinking. I need these clips. Cause I, ha- I know. Well, we can use the clips either way, but I'm going to drop this Wednesday. Well, I want to send them somewhere. Yeah, no, we'll drop yeah, this yeah. Wednesday. And I, it's so funny cause I, uh, I have other stuff that needs to be dropped, but I was just thinking that too. I was like, this this is going up immediately. I'm sorry, but you know I'm gonna repost shit and be more like yeah, of adamant about I don't know how everybody else is, but like I want it for both of us to grow. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, we're gonna drop it Wednesday. We'll get this bitch edited up, drop it Wednesday, and, and we'll start rolling out the clips. Dude, hell yeah. I'm so excited. Dude, Bungalow Boys, probably three or four, I'll be there. I'll but I'll be there a lot of them. Yeah. No, dude, you're welcome to anything we do. Yeah. yeah. Just that 2022 is kind of planned out for me. I get it. Yeah. But I'll always hit you up when we're going to do something. You better. And and just so you're aware. Yeah, yes, yes. If it works. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Do you want to wrap this one up, bro? You guys want to yeah. eat? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am pretty hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah. We're going to talk more later. Oh, 100%. That's something we can wrap it up on. 
something we can What's wrap something up. What's some polarizing to where we can make yeah, it clear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's think about this. <laughs> and I this. can lose a couple Honestly, thousand followers. Yeah, yeah, let's really think about this. <laughs> Carson, you got any ideas? Yeah, sit up for this one. Um, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what's going through my mind right now? I'm having a great day, to be honest with you. Having a great day. Hey, babe. Yeah, okay, I'll bring something. Um, that's kind of like awkward, or not awkward, but like for some people, I guess, in the yoga space, right? I'm getting into the intimacy space now, and I don't know how everybody's going to take that. I've noticed that's so that. funny. Yeah. Um, and I don't care because right. I'm not like trying to appease to like my yoga. I do care, but like at the end of the day, I'm trying to tap into a new space as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not right. like I'm trying to take my people into a new space. Right. It's right like I'm right. tapping into that new space. Right. Cause like life as a newly single dude, there's just like, I've, I've learned a lot about like fame, female nature and like just hearing people's stories. I'm just like, okay, that's like the dating market's wild. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's different mm-hmm. and a lot of people are struggling. And then I just meet this gr- a girl named Janelle, woman, not girl. Uh, she's freaking awesome. She's the intimacy coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just teaching me so much game. And she's saying some things that I'm just like, I'm just like looking at her like a fucking God. Like you're, you're preaching the exact gospel that I was feeling internally. Like, you know how that happens. Like she's just connecting me perfectly. And I'm just like, what the hell? Like, so I like felt like obligated to help share that with other people. Cause she's the knowledge. Like she's, she's the, the, the source. And I'm just like, a mere puppet that can like say some things that she gotcha. says, but whoa. And then she goes deep into it in terms of yoga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like very, yo- very yogic, uh, traditional ways of teaching. She does tantric teachings. So like for the intimacy and stuff like that. So it's so yoga related. Um, so I'm just like, yep, this makes so much sense. Retreats with this all day long. Yeah. So, but I don't know how, like, some, but some of my yoga followers are probably just like, what's going on? Like, what are you doing here? Like, it's interesting. You know I mean? It's, it's even, See, what, what was your thoughts? Just barely knowing you, it, it, it's just like, wow, like, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, but the face squint, you're like, wow. You're just like, what? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, you're, yeah, you're yeah, it's, yeah. it was like, it's like, huh. Cause that's not, I mean, at this point in my life, I couldn't picture myself doing something like that, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, I um, mean, I'm just leading the yoga. Like, I'm the yoga guy. Yeah. Um, so, like, two sessions a day yoga-wise, it's yep. going to be me. And maybe I, I'm going to probably lead one um, partner's massage and uh, body work session. Because nice. that's something I can definitely do. Yep. I love doing that already. Now it's just going to be partners related. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But anyways, uh, everything's going to be Janelle in terms of that stuff. Right. Like, I'm excited to t- take her trainings. Like, right. And her... Uh, yeah, just the the activities they do. Um, I'm ready. Yeah, me and me. I was gonna say. Yeah, well, there'll be plenty of them. So if it's not this year, like yeah. there'll be so many of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for us to do that. Um, I'm thinking probably the next one she'll be the the older she gets, the better, because then we could like fly in like a a family member to like hang with, go do their own thing with yeah, her yeah. while we're like locked in with the oh with, wow with what you, you guys are doing. There you go. Yeah, that's perfect. I'm pumped for you, man. Yeah. I love it. You guys go live and you have your little chats. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just me asking her questions on yeah. the live. And I'm like, wow, that makes sense. And a lot of people, no, I'm not even kidding, two, the past two lives we had, we had people like, they just get really triggered off certain words. Like, uh, women do not like the word submissive. Uh, um, and they think it's a derogatory word. It's like, 
It's not. It's not. But it can be used as a derogatory word. Definitely. It's like any word can be toxic and divine. Exactly. You know what I mean? But anyways, uh, she's always using it in a divine way. But, like, women just think that's, like, being rolled over, being right. pushed over. Like, and we're not talking – or she's not talking about that at all. So that's, like, one of the big ones she talks about, like, just submissiveness. And the people that would be arguing at the beginning, like, very triggered. Like, pretty upset. Towards the end, like, they, they keep – they stay there. You know, at least they're not getting upset and leaving. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, I disagree. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. No, they, they still like, – they're typing in questions and comments. And towards the end – they're all freaking red pilled. They're all like, okay, well, she's making sense. Like, wow. and then some of them be like, uh, she'll say something. She was like, women, you hate when guys do this. And then they'd be like, uh, nah, -uh. my, my, uh, my ex-boyfriend, uh, did this all the time. And, he, and then we're like, why is he your ex? Or like, we'd be like, or my, my boyfriend did this all the time. Well, are you still dating? Well, no. It's like, they would all be that. And then wow. the, like a couple would be like, well, that, that is probably why now you're thinking, now wow. I'm thinking about it. Wow. It's like, we just watched like some people like go on a whole in, trip on a whole trip. Like, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I was kind of there too. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's funny cause she's talking to women mostly. So. Uh, very interesting. Already learning a lot. It's so a cool combo. Interesting journey. I'm gonna start. I'm starting. Do you have anything to say? Yeah, speak up. Dude, she's got a strong grip. Dude, she's born for the mic. <laughs> Do you have anything to say to him? She's like, dude. I love over. how much Ivy's been getting along with all you guys. Like seeing you holding her yesterday at the party, I was like, oh man, that's so sweet. That's so cute. Wow, human life. She's awesome, right? What are you doing? <laughs> you cold plunge? You savage. We gotta go get some more ice. Yeah, so let's do it right Ready now. Ready to eat? Yeah, cold man. Plunge? This has been a great pod. Epic yeah. pod. Love you, bro. Yeah, I love you too, man. This is awesome. Oh yeah. We'll hop back on uh, this evening. Yeah. Cool. See y'all. Big tonight. love. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. This is a fun one. It's getting super intimate. I love the vibe we got going on here, man. This. Looking gnarly. Until next time, y'all. All right. Peace out.